In many ways, I'm grateful for the incompetence that the Biden administration has displayed because it has revealed aspects of government that I have been pointing out for a long time but were hidden behind the protocols of polite society. It's the cost of incompetence that is often at the heart of every debate about further taxes and burdens on innovation that are held back by a government that is so large and incompetent and slow, yet insists on controlling society to satisfy their egos of domination over others, that they deserve the ridicule they get. And I knew what would happen as I watched President Trump and his wife, Melania, walk from the Capitol building to the White House as many worldwide protested. The bar would be raised for governments everywhere in the world, and they would be angry about it. Those people would get out their unread copies of Karl Marx's Communist Manifesto or Saul Alinsky's Rules for Radicals dedicated to Lucifer, and they would be upset and want to protest. And we ended up with many people showing their below-the-line thinking, the negativity screaming at the top of their lungs for the right to be losers. Then with Trump removed because of FBI activism, big tech manipulation, voting machines built to sustain the power of the liberal world order, election laws written on the back of a napkin because of a virus created in a Chinese lab meant to destroy the American economy, purposely released to destroy the Trump administration, and anybody in the way including elderly people in nursing homes. A media culture corrupt beyond anybody's wildest dreams, then we had the Biden administration, the party of the deep state. He was a loser forced down our throats without a chaser, and people could see just how bad the government of these losers really was without good Republicans to hide behind to validate their existence. For the first time, these globalists, these Lucifer worshippers of the God Baal from the Bible, were exposed for what they always were, and people now have seen them naked. And they don't like it. That has been a good thing. If applied to biblical sentiment, the feelings would be like Yahweh in the books of Isaiah and Jeremiah. That's where people are now regarding their governments. We have ended up with a government run by lobbyists that no longer represent voters. They represent those who can write the biggest bribe checks. The evidence is everywhere, from Mitch McConnell to Joe Biden, and his five houses that were bought off a senator's salary. Give me a break. And the media lets them get away with it because there's a lot of money in playing along. Big Pharma, the same people who are behind the lobbying efforts of politicians, is throwing a lot of money at media companies. Big Pharma buys a lot of advertising, and media companies have their hand out, and like a common street whore, they will do anything for the right price. And when someone like Tucker Carlson comes along, or James O'Keefe, or Julian Assange insists on doing some honest reporting, of course, the system of corruption wants to get rid of them because it's not about good government. It's about building a corrupt government that acts as the face of corporate power. And now that the evidence is flowing freely now in the wake of COVID-19, we can see just how much power Pfizer for instance, always had over our lives because they essentially controlled not just the United States government but the mechanisms of the United Nations as well. And when I speak about Julian Assange, I am pleased to say I went to see him at the Ecuadorian embassy in London. After going there, my family and I had a very nice shopping experience at Harrods, just a few feet from where Assange was trapped because of his WikiLeaks news, which threatened the world with the truth they desperately wanted to keep contained. That was just a few weeks after Trump moved into the White House, and there were protests all over London. It was quite an experience to see all this up close. Yes, I knew this day was coming, even back then, in the winter of 2017. It would always be a collision course with reality, the fight to keep an open and free media from reporting the truth about the world governments who had sold their integrity away for the fastest buck. And essentially, that's what the World Health Organization has become, a street whore from Amsterdam, 
the window eye candy for the reality of what was being advertised. The WHO is run by the socialist Tedros Adhanom Ghebreyesus, who is the current Director General, or the United Nations Secretary General, the socialist Antonio Guterres, which gives them the proper front to be the face of corporate power that has adopted into their cultures communism and socialism that buys governments to wear like earrings so to distract the voting public from the fact that they are not in charge and can't see what's going on in truth because of all the glitter. The World Health Organization is nothing but a front for big pharma so that the drug companies can sell their products behind the force of government, which has been the government's plan for most of the last century. They never intended to work for their constituents. It has always been for them about manipulating the public, using them to stay in power with illusions created by media, but their paychecks come from borderless corporations with no loyalty to God or country. And that is the harsh truth of our times. In this unconstitutional treaty that the Biden administration wants to sign giving health authority to the WHO during the next pandemic, this is what is really going on. Big Pharma wants the power of the government to sell its drugs to an unsuspecting public by force. Pharma doesn't want to earn a customer's business, they simply want government, through mandates to force drugs on the world's populations, all in the name of safety, the kind of safety that the mainstreamers and media sell advertising to establish. If you go back in time, this is what happened with the insurance industry, once the government started mandating insurance for the drivers of cars, insurance companies knew all they had to fight for was a piece of the state's population because they were guaranteed some portion of it by lethal enforcement rather than insurance companies being the best option for drivers. Once insurance companies no longer had to work to earn a customer, their prices went up, and their customer service fell off a cliff because they no longer cared about the relationship with their customers, they could afford to abuse them by government mandate. That is the same practice we watched with COVID, and the government essentially became a drug dealer for Big Pharma. And that is all the World Health Organization is, a drug dealer for Big Pharma. A government seeking control of all nations so that their corporate backers can rule from the shadows unchecked, and with endless revenue streams coming to them without having to do the work of actually earning a customer. No wonder corporations have lost so much customer trust. But those corporate influences don't need that trust if they have a government that can kick down your door and forces you to take their drugs and live by rules that only serve corporate interests rather than the voters who are supposed to be in charge. At least now, it's no longer a conspiracy theory. People have seen all this for themselves and are acting in their best interest for the first time, which will make for some interesting elections over the next several years. Rich Hoffman Click to buy the Gunfighter's Guide to Business